0: and welcome to the mama needs podcast my name is jen and i am so happy that you're with me today this podcast is just for you mama because you matter each week i'll be talking with another mama as most conversations with women go we'll cover a multitude of topics but mainly we'll share stories of motherhood all the ups and downs lessons learned and how these mamas practice self-care So take a seat, fold your laundry, drink your coffee, do your dishes, I know you're multitasking, and listen in. Today I'm interviewing Kendall Gilbert. Kendall lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, and works part-time. She also owns a stationery business where she creates tactical paper tools for the busy mom. She's been married 20 years and has two kids. She believes less is more and is on a mission to help other moms simplify the chaos that comes with motherhood so life doesn't feel so overwhelming. Doesn't that sound so good? I loved getting to know Kendall better, and we also had some real talk about taking medicine for postpartum depression and anxiety. Such an important topic. Enjoy my conversation with Kendall. Hey, Kendall, welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. It's so nice to virtually meet you. Um, We are... Um, we are just talking about how excited we are because we're about to meet in actual real life. Um, yes. Just a few days at a conference that we're both going to. So super excited about that. i um, just so grateful to have connected with you in a master uh, business mastermind group that we're in. Um, you're a fellow mama. You're also a fellow business owner. And so I can't wait to get into all of that and talk about it with you. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, a little bit about your family, where you guys live, and what you you do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Great. Well, um, I, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And yeah. I am um, super excited about your mission and just your, your hard to care for mamas. And I've been the recipient of a Mama Needs um, box, and that has been super great for me. So oh, I'm so glad um, you loved it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it's such a fabulous idea. And such a great gift for people, as well as obviously for yourself, which is the mission. Um, yeah. So anyway, yes. So I, I love that. Um, my name is Kendall, and I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm originally from um, North Carolina, from Durham, and um, have lived a little bit in Boone and in Raleigh now, so... Um, my husband and I have two kids and we have been married for 20 years. So. Oh congratulations. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> so we actually ironically went to South Florida to celebrate the summer. So. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Where at? We um we kind of took we uh, long story short, we we travel with our best friends and their kids. And so they've been married 20 years too. And so we decided, okay. We're just going to take our families and go together to celebrate, just Aww. because of the season of life that we're in. Sure. And so, um, we did. We went to um, my uh, no, we did not go to Miami. Sorry, we went to Fort Lauderdale. We went to um, the Keys to Key Largo and did some snorkeling and just some like fun little day adventures um oh. in South Florida and. Um, of course, oh, we went to Hollywood Beach, which was super fun. I actually oh. really liked that. it was Hollywood like so... Beach
0: is yes. my place. Oh, oh. <laughs> I grew up going there like all the time. Oh, I loved it.
1: Yes, it was fabulous <laughs> so um anyway, that's a tangent, but yes, that's yeah. where we celebrated our um our twenty year anniversary and so I work um, from the time I became a mama, I started working part time in the corporate world as a space planner and move project manager kind of. Um, so I did that full time before I had kids and then I went down to part time. And so I've done that for the last 11 years now as I've had kids and, um, current, I do consulting on site currently, um, for about 25, 30 hours a week, um, at a local video gaming, um, company and, um, So I also on the side realized just how tricky it is to be a mom and work and whether you work in the home or out of the home. And um, so my heart to encourage women to um, develop habits to help along the way um, turned into a small, just little side business that I have called Stationery for the busy girl. And it's really tactical tools to help moms get through this crazy season of trying to do it all knowing they can't and figuring out what is important so that they can tackle those things. So that's sort of, um, what I'm doing right now. And I'm so glad to be here.
0: Yes, I love your mission. I love the idea behind your business. I think it's so smart. Because you're right, we need those kind of tactical tools. There's no way we can do it all. And so what you've, what you've given us is just, you know, the tools to help get the stuff done. Um, and they're so colorful and bright and fun. And I love it because you sent me this weekly menu. Of course, I'm holding it up. No one else can see it, but um, (laughs) you sent me this beautiful notepad um, that's, you know, has like chipboard on the back and it's a weekly menu with all the days and then a grocery list at the bottom. And it's just so helpful for, you know, those those times where you need to just jot things down. And I do want to tell everyone that Kendall was so sweet and she donated a whole bunch of what she calls cheery cards, cheery notes, yes. right? Cheery notes. So, yes. Um, cheery notes to our August box because our August box was Mama Needs More Time, um, which again, kind of fits perfectly with your mission, which I love. And then um, the idea behind the cheery notes, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you put them in your children's lunchboxes to just give them a little note of encouragement. And they say the cutest things like cheering you on, have courage. What else? What else did they say? I can't remember. Yeah,
1: um, I think be strong. You're beautiful. You're wonderfully made. Just sweet things because school can be tough. And so, Uh you know, like as a mama, your heart is to just you can't be there all the time. So, but you can drop a little note and um, it's funny because I did not realize how much my kids would appreciate that. And so, so yeah, that was super fun to get to um, pop those in there. That was cool.
0: It was really, it was a cool like little bonus feature, I think for our subscribers and um, because it was timely with school starting, most people start in August. So it just made sense. And um, so I love, I love that you, you have that and you have all kinds of amazing things in your shop. So um, tell us a little bit about um, your motherhood journey and how you became a mama. You have two kids. How
1: How old are they? That's right. I have a son that's eleven and a okay. daughter that's nine. Okay. So um, they're in great ages right now. Elementary school still, which um, I love. And um, my, like I said, since my husband and I've been married for twenty years, we waited about nine years before we had our first child. And um, we just we got married young, right out of college, and um, we <laughs> enjoyed our time without kids. We just yes. loved traveling and no responsibility. I don't think we realized what no responsibility really meant until after we had so much with kids. <laughs> um, but we, we loved it. And so, um, but then, you know, I started feeling like my clock was ticking and if we were going to try to have kids, we needed to go ahead and, and at least try, cause I uh, know it doesn't always um, happen very quickly. Um, thankfully it did for us. So, um, we had my son um on may tenth two thousand and eight, and um he it, it as you can imagine it changed as you know it changed our lives completely <laughs> um, so good, so sweet, and love this season, even though I think every season has its own challenges, um, but we're away far away from the physical requirements of caring for kids. And we're more into the um, emotional and academic and um, spiritual, you know, development and care. And I'm really enjoying that. So um, I think I'm better suited for that than maybe all the physical demands. So,
0: I hear you. I hear you. I think elementary age, I mean, again, I haven't gotten to like middle school and high school age yet, but I just love this age. There's so much fun. There's so I much know.
1: fun. And when you say go do something, they actually do it. Right. Like, you know,
0: <laughs> they don't fall on the floor and fall right. their eyes out. <laughs> Act like a crazy right. person. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And my, uh, my daughter is, ele- or she's about to be 11. So she was born in November of 2008. Uh, 2008. Oh, yeah. Her birthday is in just a few weeks. Um, So we have um, two kiddos very close in age. Um, Is he in fifth grade? Yes, he
1: is in fifth grade. So even though his birthday was in May, we decided to give him an extra year of preschool before we started. uh, I think that's wise. Yeah. Yeah. But for him, um, he was a little quieter, and it just helped for maturity and leadership and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think for
0: boys – I mean, that's so stereotypical, right? But I think for boys, it it sometimes is is the best thing you can do for them if they have a late birthday, you know. Yes. Um, But I um, Sadie's in fifth grade as well, and so but she our elementary school stops at fourth grade. Um, Oh. And so her school is now an intermediate school, and it's fifth and sixth grade, which is interesting. I never. Oh yeah,
1: that is. I didn't
0: grow up like that, so. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's a new school. There's a few more challenges. It kind of feels like pre middle school, <laughs> you know, right?
1: Basically, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of nice because it's intimate. It's just you know, there's only two grades, and uh, so it's not as big as a you know elementary school or middle school or high school. So yeah, I think it's cool. Um, okay, so let's let's dive back into um, motherhood. So, um you know, (laughs) I feel like people give us a lot of advice when we are about to become moms or when we are moms and it does come from a good place most of the time, but I'm just always interested in like, like the really good stage advice that people gave, gave you as a, you know, mama to be or a new mom and then some of the advice that you were like what no
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not going to work for me (laughs) right well um I have to say you know it is funny because it's it's almost like when you become a mom whether you're pregnant or you know have your have adopted baby, whatever. Like you have this sign on you that says "Give me advice," because people just feel like they can freely give it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so and thankfully, you know, I do believe it. Like it does come from a sweet heart. So for the most part, so I tried to really take it in stride to know that you know, they have, whoever's giving the advice has their best intentions, um, at heart and their experience was very valid. And so, you know, but also to, to kind of, um, like I said, just, just take it in stride. So if it, if it applies to me, awesome. If it doesn't, then I, I don't really have to, you know, listen to it or, or, um, adapt some sort of lifestyle around it or choice around it. So um, I would say the best advice that someone ever gave me was that no matter what, that I, that God created me to be the parent of these kids. Mm. And so when all else fails, which things fail all the time, (laughs) that, that he, that he, he's entrusted me with them. And so I can trust, um, you know, kind of what I feel like my heart is leading or, um, you know, if, if I'm feeling insecure about something, I think there's, there's so much room for insecurity in motherhood and um, that I can just, I can just go back and remember, okay, like I am Crawford and Buckley's mom for a reason. And so um, I'm going to hold that um, close to my decision making, and um, that has helped me when I felt insecure. And you know, I, I mean, there's t- tons of like tactical advice, you know, that everybody yeah. has that's awesome. Um, but that is such a, a deep vein that really cuts to the core. I think of of who we are and the insecurities that we face that um, that has remained a piece of advice that has been true, whether I have been with a newborn or with an almost middle schooler. I go back to that all the time. (laughs) Yes.
0: I love that. I love that because it does, it does, you know, it's, it's such a deep truth, but it also, I feel like gives you a lot of freedom Because Mm -hmm. you can just be who God made you to be um, and not try to be somebody that you're not. I know that when I was a young mom, really insecure about myself um, as a mother, you know, just not knowing what I'm doing. And then I would be, you know, on social media. Pinterest came out not long after, you know, I had my first child. And um, I just started to feel like, gosh, if Sadie had a different kind of mom, like, You know, like I would just go through all these scenarios of like, I'm just not enough for her.
1: Yes. I wish
0: I could be more of this for her. And I was working full time when I had her uh, and I went back to work. And so I just constantly was like, well, if I was this, if I was that, and she deserves this, she does, you know, and uh, (laughs) I was just like, you know, one day, I don't know what happened, but there was something that shifted inside of me. And I, it was probably somebody who gave me similar advice. Um. I think it was my mom mostly because she watched my daughter about half the time for me. And um, I would come to pick her up after work, you know, a long day, and I'm so tired. And my daughter would just scream and cry all the way home because she wanted to stay with grandma. Who doesn't? Grandma's oh. all- <laughs> And I would just be so exhausted because I'm like, you know, she doesn't even want to be with me. And I think I would just always tell my mom like I'm just such a bad mom I just feel like such a bad and my mom's like you are not a bad mom you are the perfect mom for say you know all mm-hmm. this stuff and yeah it just took me a little while to kind of realize that truth and then it really did give me the freedom to she loves me as as I am like she's not hoping that I'm someone else right uh, she's not on Pinterest wishing that she had a mom who did cra- <laughs> you know like who did crafts with her because I'm just not a crafty mom and she is- <laughs> she's a crafty girl. <laughs> so <laughs> that always made me feel bad, but I'm not crafty. And I've just told her like, this is not who I am. You know, I'll do some things with her, but she she loves to do things by herself. So I just allow her to do that and I don't feel bad about it anymore. But I love that. I love that advice. I hope that it um, does free up a lot, of, a lot of moms who kind of tend to feel that way because it's just... It's just sad. You don't have to feel that way.
1: You are yeah.
0: You are who God made you to be for these kids. So I
1: love that. And you're right. It's so freeing. It is it like, is. All right, I don't have to be somebody I'm not. Yes. Like, stop let's go striving. with you. Like, Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: all right. Let's talk about something kind of um practical. So you own this business called Kendall Gilbert Stationery for the Busy Girl and you make all of these products that help us kind of um organize and get get ready for, you know, the week um with the weekly meal planner and other things that you have. So I am interested in your tried and true recipe and your favorite meal planning tip.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, it's funny because I make this meal planner, um, but I do not like the relentlessness of putting dinner on the table all the time. It's so exhausting. It is. is, I think that's why I made it partly because I'm like, I need something really beautiful that will motivate me to do this week. Right.
0: um, Well, Beautiful things are motivation. I have
1: to say. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they are for me at least. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, So no, I think you know. um, One of the really that meal planner was the first thing I created, and um, I, I would say that like my 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 tip, my meal planning tip is to take five or 10 minutes um, at the beginning of the week. Usually on the weekend, I do it um, like Saturday or Sunday to just plan meals for the week. And I look at it, you know, in conjunction with my calendar for the Mm -hmm. week to know, okay, what do we have going on? Um, You know, what's homework going to look like this week? What are activities going to look like? What commitments do we have that are going to impact that meal time? And then um, try to plan around that so that, for the most part, we're having a meal together every night. Um, but it's not something grandiose that I have to plan, you know, a- ahead of time, meaning like grandiose that I have to cook um, mm-hmm. because I just don't have that that margin. I love to cook, but I just don't have that margin in my life right now. So that 10 minutes during the weekend is a lifesaver for me. And it's a discipline. Like I said, I don't love it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a discipline though that really pays off during the week and blesses me and my family during the week. So that's the heart behind that meal planner. And that's probably like, in terms of a tip, I would say, um, just taking that that time at the beginning of the week to, to plan it out uh, leaves less room for frustration and chaos when there's already probably a lot of that going on. Um, okay. <laughs> just, you know, a normal week. So I would say That, but you know, one other thing I love is find a way to get the food to you if you can. So whether that's like, I know you've talked about how you live in a small town and so they don't have pickup, but your workaround has been using, um, Dinnerly, which is kind of like Hello Fresh, right?
0: Yes, actually I canceled dinnerly because I don't want to bash them, but um, every box had something wrong with it. Oh <laughs> and it it's like it's a cheaper option. And so finally I was just like, you know, I'm getting what I pay for and this is not working for me. In fact, the one of the boxes I got had nothing that I ordered. Like it was it oh, was no. like it was like they gave me someone else's box. <laughs> oh yikes. And so I'm like, I understand this. I have a subscription business, yes. but <laughs> this is just not working for me. So um, I actually canceled Dinnerly and I'm back to HelloFresh and I love it.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So yes. So the idea is like if you can find a way, regardless of where you live, mm-hmm. to get food to you, that is a huge lifesaver too. I so agree. I would say if you can plan ahead a little bit and get the food to you, that's, that's life-changing in itself before yes. um, making things a little bit smoother, especially when the week starts and the craziness hits. Yes, I totally so,
0: agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, and then like tried into true recipes. I feel I, I do I love like I've been doing this white chicken chili in the crock pot that I like a lot. But mm, yeah. um and yeah, it's it's really tasty. Um, I like seasonal stuff, you know, like I like Me to kind of you know based on the season, especially in the fall because it's such a fun time to transition from hot fresh vegetables like hot weather fresh vegetable food to cooler weather.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but Um, uh, if I'm really honest, like spaghetti is our go-to. Oh, so So I mean, (laughs) it is like my kid's favorite. So we eat probably way, way too much of that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite way that
0: you make it or do you just like boil spaghetti, get your favorite jarred sauce? Do you add like (laughs) a protein?
1: Like what do you, how do you do it? Right. I do try to add a protein Um, And so I'll either, like, if I've got some time, I'll, I'll do homemade meatballs because my kids Mm -hmm. love meatballs. And I have a recipe that's like Rachel Ray from um, 30 minute meals a long time ago. And so um, I, so that one's pretty quick. Um, And then. If, so, yes, I will try to add a protein, most definitely. Um, sometimes we'll do – this sounds weird, but we love cottage cheese at our house. So sometimes we'll add, you know, cottage cheese on the side. Or I do try to add protein because otherwise it's just like a bunch of carbs. Right. But um, <laughs> So, yes, I do try to do that. But it is – it can be a little bit um, – just very, very low maintenance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, there is no judgment here. I will tell you. The sponsor of this podcast is the Mama Needs Subscription Box. It is a monthly curated self-care box just for mamas. Our mission is to help mamas remember to put themselves on their to-do list and remind them that they matter. Each box is filled with four to six items every month, gifts, self-care tools, and products, all packed and done for you. Every month is a new and relevant theme. Some of our past themes have been Mama Needs Peace, Mama Needs Chocolate, Mama Needs a Spa Day, and more. The boxes are 39 dollars plus shipping, but you can get free shipping on your very first box by using the code PODCAST at checkout. Just go to mamaneedsbox.com. All right, now back to our conversation. I've done the same thing, and I've I, as far as adding protein, <laughs> I will heat up uh, chicken nuggets. In the microwave, and add them to their pasta. So it's almost like chicken parm. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like that sometimes the good. Hello Fresh. I love the Hello Fresh meals, but like sometimes I just know that there's going to be a battle, and I just don't feel like dealing with it. Like I try to pick meals that I know everyone's going to like, but sometimes it's just you know whatever day it is, it's just like everyone's on edge, and I just don't want to deal with it. And then my four year old is really really picky. And so sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make this for me and Joel and I'm going to make this for the kids. And like sometimes whatever for the kids is breakfast for dinner. And then sometimes it's just pasta. And I'll, like I said, add the chicken nuggets and make it like <laughs> <so> chicken part. <laughs> and I, I don't that. feel bad about it at all <laughs> because they're happy and they're eating. And, you know, I'll throw some carrots on the side for good measure or pepper. Nice. <laughs> right. But if nice. I don't. I don't feel bad about that either. You know, I try to give myself grace and forgiveness and
1: (laughs) well, and you know what? My, my best friend, she's like, um, you know, meals are just not my thing. Like Mm. she, she actually loves to cook, but for large groups of people. Mm. And so she has, she literally has five meals that she does every week. And she just rotates that every single week because she's like, I'm not going to make things that my kids aren't going to eat. She's like, it's just not a battle. I'm going to fight right now. And so that freedom I love, even though, you know, it, they don't get sick of the mac and cheese or the chicken nuggets or whatever it is, you know? So she's like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna worry about it right now in this season. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, good for her. I don't blame her. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All
0: right. Well, kind of along this line, I feel like, um, what is your best mama hack? Something that has made your everyday life a little bit easier that you can share with us?
1: Yes. I love hacks. I love them. Um, (laughs) so, um, I I would say the best thing, and this was a piece of advice somebody gave me early on in motherhood, is do a load of laundry a day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And it doesn't seem like, sometimes it it feels like I'm in the laundry room. I am in the laundry room every day. (laughs) But, But I usually try to throw a load in in the mornings in the washer. And then sometime throughout the day, I'll switch it to the dryer. And then, you know, usually at night, I'll fold it. That has changed my weekend life because I don't spend time I don't have mounds of laundry looking at me during you know on Saturday morning, and I'm not like stuck to my laundry room all day Saturday, making sure that you know the the loads are getting shifted and things are getting folded and that kind of thing. So I would say even though um it's it's a it, again, it's another small discipline that doesn't take much time, but it has really helped me. That, I would also say another thing I do that is great for me, um, and it's it's part of my self-care plan, to be honest, okay. <laughs> I do not like clutter. Clutter, visual clutter, mm-hmm. mental clutter, they stress me out. When sure. I walk into my kitchen and see a, a bunch of dish, dirty dishes on the counter, it, it just makes me really frustrated and I'm just not a very happy camper for my family. <laughs> right. And so so um my workaround to that has been at at night, um, I make sure my dishwasher is empty. Mm-hmm. And then that way when we wake up in the morning, we have a place to put put dirty dishes all day long. So in the in an ideal world there are never dirty dishes in the sink. Because or on the counter because there's a place to put them, and even though the dishwasher is dirty, we're still just loading it all day long, and then after dinner, I'll um, I'll run it, and then either I'll um, that night I'll I'll make sure it's empty before I go to bed, or early the next morning okay. I'll do it, so that um, it, it just it just helps with my and some people you know don't mind the dirty dishes, which is amazing to me. <laughs> um, but for me, that 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 visual clutter, so it bothers me. So that is yeah. like one way. I, one way I've worked around that.
0: Yeah, I love those. Those are both really good hacks. Very practical for <laughs> for motherhood, right? Yes. Laundry and dishes, the yes! veins of our existence. It's true. <laughs> That's my next book. Yes! <laughs> my first book, <laughs> not my next one. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, um, so you kind of gave me a good segue. So. We, you know that we uh, are very passionate about self care. That I, that's my mission, um, is to help moms remember to practice self care. That they matter. Um, to kind of put self care in a different light um, and not see it as something selfish or something to feel guilty or, um, or any shame about that. It's just necessary for life, Mm -hmm. um, that you just have to do it because it's great for your well Um, it shouldn't be another like thing on your to-do list, but at the same time, if you're not, if you don't plan for it, it just doesn't happen. So that's right. So, um, You mentioned that, you know, visual mental clutter is something, you know, you tackle that for self-care. So what else is it that you, that you do for self-care and what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it is interesting because I didn't share this earlier, but when I became a mom, I, um, the one thing I was not expecting, I hadn't given any thought to, was postpartum depression. Mm. And I had a, a really bad case of it with both of my kids and it really became, came in the form of anxiety instead of sadness. Yeah. So the just the weight of caring for another human was almost unbearable for me at the beginning. I just did not, I did not handle that well. Yeah. And so, um, so early on, um, thankfully my mom was the one that said, I think you probably need to go to the doctor and tell somebody because this isn't normal. And I I didn't know, you know, what was normal and what wasn't normal. Right. So, um, for, so for me, um, one of the self care um, disciplines habits that I had to do right away was to get on medication. And I've never been on medication for before for anything. Um, but I was prescribed some anxiety medicine and, that um, was a, a great way for me to be able to move through life in a very demanding time um, and know that it was okay that I, mm-hmm. I was doing that. So that's a different form of self-care, I would say, than maybe what people typically talk about, but um, it was life-changing for me in a very critical time. Mm, I love that. Yes. So I'm, I'm a, you know, a big believer in lots of things for self care and not feeling ashamed. If, if you are in a situation where you need to take some medicine so that you can be present for your kids instead of completely overwhelmed or completely distracted by other things. So, um, so, so that's one thing, but now I'm in a, a, a different place and I would say, um, physical, taking care of myself physically has become really important. Again, it burns off the crazy, you know, so (laughs) it's, um, it's a good, it's, it's really important for me to take time to do exercise, um, so that I can, um, burn off some of those crazy thoughts that I have. And also just, you know, to, to keep myself healthy for my kids. And so even last night I went for a run, and my daughter was like, "Don't leave! I don't want you to leave." And and I said, "You will be so much happier if I do this." <laughs> you know, we, we all will be a better better uh, in a better place. So, um, so I would say I do through exercising. I've gotten really into hot yoga in the last couple of years, which is oh. sort of crazy, but I love it, and um, it's that's been good for me. So exercise. Um, and then also every morning I wake up and again, this works for me. It might not work for everybody, but I wake up really early, um, just to be by myself in the quiet and dark. Mm. And I read a Psalm and I pray and I just think about the day and ask for help with the day from the Lord and just, um, just spend that time in solitude. And that makes for, a much better me when the kids get up and when my husband gets up and we are all moving around, getting Mm -hmm. ready. So that's more of a daily habit. Exercising is more of kind of like a, you know, when I can fit it in a few times a week. And then, um, traveling is more of like a quarterly habit that's Mm -hmm. just fine to get out of the surroundings, you know, and, and, um, and do something different to get away. Yeah,
0: I love it. I love all the things you said. Um, I think they're so important. And I love that you, I mean, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing about um, how self-care sometimes looks like going on medication because it's so true. And that's so many of our stories. um, And it's hard to talk about. It's just, it does come with a lot of shame um, and guilt and what's wrong with me. Like I'm broken. Why can't, you know, why do I have to do this? I know that I felt a lot of that, um, as well when I, um, when I started some medication a few years ago. So honestly, I wish I had started it earlier when my kids were smaller, um, because I really think I needed it and I didn't, I didn't, um, realize the need for it. I was going to therapy, but I don't think that, I don't think that the therapist was really, really helpful. Didn't really see that in me. Um, I was really drowning and I, so I Mm wish the person that I was seeing at the time had kind of seen that in me and helped me in that way. But anyway, I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, the, the time that I've had now with taking it and how helpful it's been for me and, um, how good it's been for my family. And because I'm now, like you said, a more present mom. And, um, you know, I was afraid it would like change who I was. I think that's a lot of people's fear is like, it's going to mellow you out so much that you're going to not be the person that you were. Mm -hmm. And I have to say like, that is completely a hundred percent untrue. Um, and it's, it's a lot, it's that way for a lot of moms that I know that, you know, uh, once I started opening up about it, people were like, oh, I'm on medication too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's so much more common it's, than we think. It's so, like, it's such a stigma and you're afraid to talk about it, but everybody's on it. Like, I know. It's, not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I remember talking about it with the OBGYN and she was like, she's like, I see women every day and I give them prescriptions for medication. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea because no one's talking to me about it. Right. <laughs> so she's like, "This is normal. Like you are not strange. You're not weird. You're you're okay." Aww. So it was. She was great. She was really a blessing to me at that time. So yes, that is definitely a form of self care because you, um, so, you know, sometimes we just need a little bit of help. And I will say, instead of making me a different person, it just takes the edge
1: off. Yes. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. that's a yeah. great way to say it. It does. It takes that like irritable kind of edge off that nobody yeah. wants to be around anyway, <laughs> right? And of course, it's not a hundred percent like no, you know, yeah. It
0: like I definitely still have irritable <laughs> days and moments. Yes, um, but you know, for me, I knew it was hormonal because right around you know that time of the month, I would be a crazy person like way more than I used to be. And I wouldn't even recognize myself. Like, who is this woman? What is she doing me? So I knew like for me that it was more of a chemical thing than a circumstantial thing. Although circumstances, I feel like did kind of um, apply to that as well. But anyway, yes, such a good, such a good word. I, it, it needs to be a discussion that we're all having um, because there is no, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. If it's going to help you, then why not just try it? And I, I will say, I don't know if this happened to you, but I had to switch to a different medication. Like I tried one, uh huh. it clearly was not working for me. And then I had to switch to another one. And so it does, it does take some trial and error and some time to see like what works with your body, kind of like birth control, you know, uh-huh. like you try yeah. some birth control. And if it doesn't really work for you, then you try a different one. Um, so yeah, I think you just, you just have to go all in with it and, um, see what works for you because you don't want to take the wrong, the wrong medication either. Right. Cause that doesn't help anyone. <laughs> um, all right. So let's also talk about friendship while being a mom. So how, I love that you said that you vacation with friends. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> I think that's a lot of fun, and of course, I love where you went, so
1: I'm a little bit biased. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, what are some ways that you've cultivated friendship being a mom, kind of in the different seasons of motherhood?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that is a great question. It is a really good reminder for us moms because we spend so much time investing in our families, and we we forget about that need um, for for friends and um, just the the a little bit of the requirement that it takes to invest, you know, and um, so I am, I'm so thankful because um, I, my husband and I go to a church where we have some really good community. And so we've been involved in some small groups um, where the women have just really connected. And so I've gotten a chance to have some really good friendships through those small groups. But what that's meant in order for us to really invest in each other, it's meant um, doing some girls night out girl, girls night outs.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, girls nights out. I don't know. Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yes. But yes I know what it. you're saying.
0: <laughs> Those are my favorite.
1: From, you know, at a fun restaurant and having a glass of wine. And um, so that, that's a, a, a fairly easy thing to do that I think really helps me cultivate friendships and feel connected. Um, also, I mean, this day and age, honestly, like text threads, if you know, like the, that group of women, we have a text thread going. And so we're always kind of just checking in with each other. And when everybody's so busy, that feels like the best way to pursue each other and let, let each other know, Hey, I'm thinking about you, even though I can't see you right now, you know, or I'm praying for you, even though, I haven't had a chance to bring you a meal and I know you're in a really hard place. I want you to know, you know, this is what, that you're, you haven't, you aren't forgotten. So, Mm -hmm. um, for, for, so I, I know that sounds silly, but text threads, um, girls, not silly at all. Yeah. Um, and then I also have, um, a group of girls from college that we've gotten together once a year, um, every year for 20 years now. And, um, Yeah. And they are dear friends. They know me in a different way than uh, other than my husband and my, you know, my, my parents, my extended kind of family, they know me in a different way because they've been through lots of seasons of life with me. And so, and we have a thread, a text thread too. And, um, we've, just walked through life very intimately and purposefully together and had lots of fun together. And lots, you know, we've, we've gone through lots of sadness just because life is hard. And so those friendships that week weekend, it's a long weekend away that I'm committed to every year is, um, again, it takes time and it it takes intentional being intentional, but, um, that has been a just a blessing to me in motherhood knowing that you girls knew me before I ever was married before I had right. kids and there's a level of encouragement and support that they give that's mm-hmm. really special so um but it it requires you know going going away with them for a weekend right. a year at least you know and and same thing with my small group it it requires going away to a restaurant somewhere where we're not at home and we don't have the demands of home. So for me, I think um, in this season of life, pulling myself outside of the house to be able to really cultivate those friendships and then staying connected through social, like, you know, texting, social media, that kind of thing has really been what's um, been a blessing and helped continue to grow those friendships hmm I love that. I love
0: that you do that um, with your college friends. That's so cool. Where did you go to college?
1: I went to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Okay. Yeah. So, so we all went there and we all have gotten married together. And um, I mean, you, we've gone through – oh,
0: go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, do you live – like, do you all live throughout the country or do you kind of live
1: close together? Well, we all live in the Southeast. A lot okay. of us live in North That's Carolina. That's <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, a lot of us live in North Carolina and some of us live in Virginia. Um, so we, um, we choose, we try to choose a different um, place to go every year. Although there are some cities that we've kind of gone back to just because we know them and we've enjoyed them. So, um, and it, it's usually a place that we can all get to fairly easily. So, cause we try to keep it, you know, not so expensive, but, um, yeah, we do that. And, um, and we've, we've got, con- I mean, my college roommate is one of the girls and she has been going through breast cancer this year. And another mm-hmm. one of the girls, a uh, daughter who's, um, who was seven and diagnosed with leukemia. So, oh, um, and you know, just marriage, marriage is hard, you know? Yeah. Just, um, so we, special needs kids and, all sorts of stuff that we 've sort of been able to walk with each other and encourage each other, so I it's love been it such a blessing yes
0: yeah, that's so sweet, I love it. I love all the ways that you cultivate friendship. I think it's so important to do that. I think it's you know we talk about that too that community is a form of self care because it really is you just need people yes, such a hard journey, and you just need those people who are like i 'm there i 'm with you i 've got you, I will bring you dinner, whatever you need, you know yes. Yes, it's so nice. Well, um, I have loved our conversation. I always ask one last question at the end of the podcast because I think it's important to remember where we started um, as a new mom. And so I just love kind of getting back to the basics of like, what's your best piece of advice that you would give to a brand new mama if she was sitting, you know, uh, over coffee with you or something.
1: Yeah, I love that question, um, and I would say the same advice that was given to me. That, and I do say this, like at you know baby showers or when I see new moms, friends that are new moms, um, that God has created them to be that child's mom, and that that is such a blessing for that child, and um, just to encourage them with with that piece of freedom and. Love, you know that that's all that that's that's enough. That's sufficient Mm -hmm. for that child.
0: So love it. Yes, I think that's like we talked about. That's great advice and so freeing for a new mom. And I just think all new moms just need like those little nuggets, like those little life vests to throw on for a minute. (laughs) Because I just feel like I was drowning all the time, and I just needed someone to like. Give me a little nugget of wisdom. Give me a little piece of advice. I remember uh, being so overwhelmed, and I I knew I, I grew up in church and uh, reading the Bible, so I was very familiar with Proverbs thirty one. You know, woman that um, is described in the Bible, and I just remember. As a mom, thinking like this sucks, I am not gonna be this person. (laughs) Um, And I did a study on it with a group of women, and we just really got a lot of freedom from studying it because we realized oh, it's not a set of rules and it's not describing one particular woman. Um, You know, I can go into that, into detail about that on another whole podcast, but I just feel like if you can you can see that, you know, you don't have to be doing all of the things to be an excellent mom
1: and yes.
0: to be an excellent person. <laughs> like I also was just talking about how I'm so bad at plant, like gardening and taking care of plants. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I'm just not that person. And I just had to be like, I don't care if I'm that person. You know, I love those people. I think I admire them. I'm like, what is your secret? I don't understand why I can't do this. But at the same time, I'm just have to like, let it go um, and realize that's not who I am. That's not who God made me to be. And that's okay. That's because I have other things that I'm good at and other things that he gave me to cultivate. So that's right.
1: And being a good listener and asking great questions (laughs) is one of those things. Oh,
0: (laughs) thank you. I love it so much. It's so much fun for me to do this. And it, like I said this before, but I just feel like it really fills me up to um, have these conversations over and over, you know, every week. Um, I just love, I never get tired of hearing people's answers and asking the same questions. It's just because everyone is so unique and everybody has such a cool story. So I loved yes. hearing yours. I loved getting to know you a little bit better. And I cannot wait to actually hug you in real life and, yes. um, and see you. And so thanks so much for coming on and just telling us a little bit about you and your family and your business. And before I forget, tell us how we can find you online um, yes. on Instagram or your website.
1: Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This has been super fun. Um, you can find me at um, uh, kendalpgilbert.com okay and I mainly am on Instagram and that's just at Kendall Gilbert so I'm not as great on Facebook so I would say check me out on Instagram and um or my website
0: awesome yeah we'll link to those in the show notes too so people can go find you all right Kendall I really enjoyed our conversation thanks so much
1: for being on today thanks so much have a great day Me too